Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is August the 25th. 2020 strong hand long-term thinking buy and hold apex predator value your wealth in bitcoin five digit realm we're going to talk about that one bitcoin equals one bitcoin i am offended by selling no fancy sets or graphics just your bitcoin insider information this is where the big boys play hello my elite friends follow me on twitter at TechBall. check out all the links below everything i talk about in this video is linked to below all right, let's talk about the five-digit realm. Here's an article from – if you've got questions, I have answers, by the way. Type in Bitcoin – we're going to have time for questions and answers, definitely. Uh, if you uh, just type in Bitcoin Meister or do a super chat, something that grabs my attention over there. Okay. So an article about the five-digit realm. The uh, Bitcoin's price stays above $10,000. For the second longest run ever. Oh, now. Bitcoin's price has remained over 10K in the five-digit realm for 29 days and counting. This is the second longest streak in the cryptocurrency's history. The longest being 63 days starting in November of 2017. What a sweet time that was when we were first introduced to the five-digit realm. I remember it like it was yesterday. But a lot's happened since then. But can we get to that 63-day streak now? We're at 29 days. This would beat Joe DiMaggio's 56. Oh, that was a hitting streak. But anyway, to get to 63 <laughs> would be big, would be, would be impressive, I must say. And we would definitely uh, pass the five-digit realm test at that point, wouldn't we? I mean, we what, right when we got into that five-digit realm, right when we were introduced to it, Mentally, we got used to the five-digit realm, but we've returned to the four-digit realm a few times. But I always say five-digit realm. If it, break, if it breaks that 63-day record, is there no turning back? That is the question. Will that be the final test? Will there never be a four-digit realm again if Bitcoin can stay over for 63 days? Stay tuned. Live your freaking lives. Life is great. I can't wait until it's – uh. 34 days from now, when we get to day 63. Oh, it'll be September. Yes. No, it might even be October almost by then. Pound that like button. We will keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on that, people. What do you think? So Bitcoin is being Bitcoin today. Oh, my God. It's almost at 11000 Only $11,000, you say? It's falling to $11,000? Guys, I mean, the roller coaster continues. And it's going to be this way until the second half of this decade, until perhaps even after the 2028 halving. You got to get used to it. You got to get used to it. It's not going to be in for all you fiat freaks. They're going to be unexplainable, sad, day, sad <laughs> days like this when it loses and you're, you're like regretting. Oh, I thought it was going to go up forever. We're going to have those days like continuously for a long time, a long time. I mean, in, in, in one's life, eight years are, isn't that long, but uh, 
it's a it, let's say it's a long time. Treasure every day of your freaking lives, people. Okay, so for for eight years or so, maybe less, we're gonna we're gonna have instances like what we had today, where you have all these complainers saying it's fallen to eleventh out. So let let me remind you here, okay. In terms of where we were during the last cycle, and watch Sunday's show where I talked about this real VJ tweet, all right? Watch the show. But in, in terms of the last cycle, and because it's all about that 210,000 block theory, uh, you subtract 210,000 blocks from today, and the price Bitcoin was at for you fiat freaks in terms of the percentage of the previous all-time high, well... If, if you if if it was that percent right now of the uh, previous all-time high we would Bitcoin should be ten thousand eight hundred eighty seven dollars all right so we're ahead of schedule if you want to if you want a positive spin on it watch that show check out that tweet I actually tweet to it below I link to it below that uh, that explains why we're at if you're a fiat freak person it, you should be 11,300. You should be happy. It's above 10,887, which was the, the, the pace we were at last time. Okay. Now, in terms of uh, percent of the uh, previous all-time high on this uh, day, 210,000 blocks ago. Reminder, this week at Bitcoin, every freaking Friday, Boris, Guy, and Tommy were on on Friday. It's linked to below. And I, I do want to remind everybody, watch yesterday's show. A lot of you missed that. I don't know why. But it is watch it right now. Stop watching this show. Watch yesterday's show, and of course, retweet this show. I'm seeing uh, the people that are over there in the chat. How you guys doing? Now, I got a question for all you dudes here. What, I mean, what do you want me to talk about? What do you want me to talk about here? I mean, I'm I'm not running out of topics here or anything like that. But I cover the news every day, all right. And the news the news varies every day. But some of you have questions. Some of you have broader topics you'd like me to talk about. And I, you know, I, I like to vary it a bit. <laughs> I, Friday show is obviously different. Saturday show is beyond Bitcoin. So maybe Thursday's show, I'm thinking about changing to an ask me anything type of show where it's just questions, where I just don't have topics, where you bring up your own topics. Now, I mean, you could do that any day of the week, but maybe for all the 80 percenters there that uh, have horrible listening comprehension, I, if I just remind everyone all the time, like Thursday is the designated Ask Adam Anything day, that you, it'll generate some more. Uh, it'll it'll generate some more questions that way by having a day just for questions. So tell me what you think about that. If you think Thursday should be it, uh, should be an Ask Me Anything day every uh, day of the week. And again, you have the opportunity to ask questions for. I mean, you can type in Bitcoin Meister. It's free. Or, or you can uh, you can uh, do a super chat. That's not free, but hey, I appreciate it. And yes, yeah, six percent blip, and people are freaking out. I mean, this is this is normal. This is normal in the space. Uh, definitely get used to it. And uh, one other thing, how how were sprints yesterday? They were actually great. <laughs> I had it. It really felt one of my best sprint days here in in Asheville. It really good good feeling. I loved it, and I, I ran a, a, a bit afterwards, so uh, it's always good to do the uh, Monday sprint days. Now, I, I, another thing, and I'm glad you were listening, Patrick. You've got listening comprehension, and I just uh, just want to remind everybody, work on those listening comprehension skills, definitely. Maybe I should have a quiz at the end of each show to see if people uh, are really listening, because it, it's a good 
you know, we if you're just coming here to hang out and, and you know, yell at each other or curse at each other and, and or promote your altcoin, there is just not I, I don't get that feedback loop at all, man. It just it's it, it doesn't do it for me. I don't I don't need to see a bunch of people yelping at each other. I love when I, I can get the vibe back from people where they're comprehending and when they're learning. So when I, I, that's why I get frustrated when I, people ask me the same questions over and over. Like I have, I have shows dedicated to specific subject matters. And then someone will be like, well, what do you think of this? I'm like, dude, were you paying attention on the last show at all? I mean, before you ask a, before you ask a, a question that's pretty common, like, what do you think of Dave Portnoy? What do you think? Of, I mean, look at like the last three shows where his name's in the title or whatever. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, Brian said, Brian Jackalo said, what prior Bitcoin FUD narrative are you seeing play out again? I've been in the space for approximately 210,000 blocks and most arguments feel repackaged from the last time. They're all, they're all repackaged for the last time. I don't see, I don't see a new one at all. And I don't see any actually be, you know, being legitimate at all. I mean, if that's your question, I mean, which one of the narratives is, I mean, it looks like it's coming up again. Uh, we, we need a we need a better in, inflation schedule. We need an, we need. Uh, I mean, but that's so long down the road. Uh, it, miners, it's that uh, Bitcoin miners are going to stop mining because it's not going to be worth their while in like fifty years. That's that's a fud. That's I mean, it hasn't been disproven yet. Uh, it, uh, because it's not going to happen for like 50 years, but people started talking about that again. Uh, now, but thank you for the question. And yeah, so they are, they are repackaged from the last time. And that some people still do the going to zero one or uh, what if the power grid goes down? I saw again lately. They're all, I can't believe these things get recycled like that. But hey, that's, that's what it is. All right. Now, moving on to the next topic. Thank you for the question again. Uh, yeah, I said watch yesterday. Oh, and thank you, audio podcast people. You guys have been donating, and the numbers of it, the sport, more and more people are, they like the audio podcast. Those people have listening comprehension. They don't need to see uh, my nice, I like this shirt, strong hand shirt. Okay, pound that like button. Central banks have more positive things to say about digital currencies than ever before. That's according to a new report by the Bank of International Settlements. More and more governments are starting to work with CBDCs. Oh, yeah. It's it's becoming a thing. They think they're going to be able to uh, control their populations better, which they will be because 80 percenters just fall in line. You've seen them all uh, conform and uh, be compliant in the current events, but it, it's, uh, it's trickling into all the governments now. They're all talking about it, all the major ones. So which one will be the first one to actually get one rolling and take that control of their people and uh, force negative interest rates onto their people? Great question. So I, someone asked me the other day, what do I think of central bank digital currencies? Hey, I, I think it's for 80 percenters. I think a lot of them will uh, fall into line. I think it'll also get uh, some people interested in Bitcoin. It will be an on-ramp on the Bitcoin. But it, overall, the countries that will uh, do their their uh, central bank digital currencies, they will gain more con financial control over their people. 
It will allow the and it the, the the blockchains won't be that transparent. They probably won't even have blockchains. Uh, they they're when it's not a public blockchain, they will be able to reverse. They will be able to turn people off, censorable type of stuff. So am I a fan of something like that? No, I would never participate in anything like that. I won't participate in the in FedCoin. Heck, no. Now again, if someone sends me, if someone wants to send me a Fed coin payment, then yeah, I'll immediately turn it into Bitcoin. I won't, I won't keep anything in FedCoin. My God, there'll be negative interest rates. There's going to be fees. There's going to be all sorts of stuff with it. Uh, but more governments are getting uh, are, are getting on that train. So this will be a bigger topic of uh, conversation. And that that that's a new FUD there, Brian. Actually, that's one that that wasn't around four years ago. That XYZ central bank, you know, China's central bank digital currency is going to destroy Bitcoin. That we did not hear back in the day. And now we have these morons. I mean, and they're absolute morons to say something like that, because I'm going to get into that. Who you have to with these central bank digital currencies, they're all about trust. Bitcoin is trustless. You're not going to be able in terms of a currency like that, beat uh Beat Bitcoin with something that you have points of trust. Okay, you have to trust that China is, is telling the truth, and we've seen lately that trusting China with the truth is a—it's uh, <laughs> a questionable prospect. And I mean, look, look at look, the world has voted with uh, what? What fiat do they use? What country does the world trust more than any other in terms of currency? The United States—it's not even close when you compare. Uh, who, who, do people use the uh, yuan in uh, – tell me another country that people use the yuan. Okay, Not even in their subservient African colonies do they use the yuan there. Okay, They use the dollar. They want the dollar. They want the dollar more than their third uh, world dictator currencies too. And, and some of you are going to say, well, I was in uh, wherever and they were using the – none of you are going to say it because none of you even travel the darn world. Most of you don't. Um, but uh, you guys, I read an article about how this uh, country that China controls in Africa, they're forced to do transactions with you. Yeah, maybe a few businesses are forced to do it or something like that. But do the regular people, do they want the yuan? No, they want they want Bitcoin. Yeah, but they want they well, they want the dollar. They, they should want Bitcoin, but they want the dollar. So I'm, 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 I'm tying all this together here. Because, you know, Brian asked that good question. And that, that definitely is a new fight. That's a central bank digital currency or and also a Facebook Libra will, will put Bitcoin out of business. OK, because we didn't have Libra back then either. So these centralized digital currencies that are on the way. And I like I lo- I'm, I'm a fan of the Libra more so than I am these Fedcoin ones to say that I'm a fan at all of any of them. Because I'm not really a fan, but. I I, prefer, I like the example Facebook is setting because I think private companies or anyone should be able to make their own currencies. Okay, compete, don't complain. That's I I'm, I love the competition. I love the competition. Uh, uh, but uh, what I was saying with uh, so we didn't have that back in the day either. That fud and that fud and that, and once those things come out. China's digital currencies, Facebook's digital currency. Oh, you better believe they'll be saying, "Oh, this is the end of Bitcoin." This is the end of Bitcoin. These private altcoins are going to be uh, the, the, the demise. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 they're so ridiculous. But many people, the 80%ers will accept those coins. They will love those coins. 
They will not understand what uncensorable is and what it means to be tracked and turned off and have all of your transactions known by your freaking when you bought when you bought some gu- bubble get gum at the bodega. They're going to know now the United States will uh, track it. If you, if you bought it from the wrong bodega, bodega owner, you'll be on a list because every that's what fed, these Fed coins are about. And China, of course, they love keeping track of every single aspect of their uh of their, their, their populace. Okay. And so in an inner Vitalik, I agree with what Vitalik says here, China's consortium of chains may not be trusted internationally, says Vitalik Buterin in an international context. You cannot assume that there is even a single government that everyone trusts, whereas public blockchains are more easily perceived as being neutral. Well, yes, they, Bitcoin is neutral. Bitcoin is definitely neutral. Those ones are not neutral. They are going to favor certain people. They're going to turn off people that are designated enemies of the state. Okay. Now, let when we compare all the digital current, all the uh, Fed coins that will be out there, uh, if you're in some third world country where you don't have some Fed coin, okay, you want to you want to get into some stable type of currency, you're going to pick the one you trust the most. All right. So. What's going to be trusted more? I just went over this. Are you going to want the digital yuan or are you going to want the digital dollar? All right. It, it's, 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 we, we shall see. But uh, all these central bank digital currencies will not be good for the local currencies of, uh, of, of developing nations at all. We, we, they, they might just stop printing some of these, uh, some of these third world dictators might be just forced to because their people won't even use their, uh, their paper trash anymore because of these digital currencies. Okay, well, we'll see how it all develops, but uh, it's it's an understatement to say that, yes, uh, some people are going to question uh, the trustworthiness of China's digital currency, but yet there'll still be these idiots out there saying it. Oh, it's, it's the most populated. They're so powerful, China. They're so, they're such a, a population and they do things. They can control their people. They can control uh, plagues and thus it, it, this centralized version of money that they have is better than Bitcoin. Oh, Bitcoin better watch out. Look how many, look, more people use the digital yuan than Bitcoin. And yes, more people will use the digital yuan than Bitcoin, but they've got freaking over 1.1 billion people over there and they're going to be forced into using it now. Uh, and by the time they come out with this digital yuan, which could be next year, they're not going to be 1.1 billion people using Bitcoin. Okay. I, I can assure you of that now, uh, but that's cool. It's a 20 percenter coin. It's a thinking person's coin. It's an elite coin. We are elite. We're already into this. We're not complaining. We're not saying, oh, it might die in the year 2050. So I'm never going to buy Bitcoin. Yeah. Great excuse. You know, coiner pound that like button. Jay Parr says some people are convinced Bitcoin price is correlated to gold price. Do you think this is true? No, it's not true. Sometimes it appears it is. People were convinced that look, you know, in the year 2028. Let's look at a chart, okay? Let's look at the whole – we're just at the beginning, but at times it, it has been correlated with gold. At times it seems like it's – but and then at times it definitely isn't. Then at times it's correlated with the stock market. Then at times it isn't. That would be the very definition of an uncorrelated a- asset for me. It, it picks and chooses when it's correlated with this, when it's not. It, it falls off sometimes. We'll, see, we'll be able to really make a, a clear conclusion about your question though in the year 2028. We'll have 18 years of, of study at that point. And uh, apparently, uh, you know, it, it, once you turn 18, you're an adult. So Bitcoin will be uh, 
well, it'll be 19 by then. Okay, you get the point. The you know the the Ontario drinking age was 19, wasn't it? Once or something like that. So I heard. That's too much information there. How would how would a guy in Baltimore know what the Ontario drinking age was? I know too much about numbers. Hey, uh, Brian Brian replied, very true. Fed coin, China coin as a new FUD. Yeah, yeah. So that was a great question you had there, Brian. I'd like to see. This is what we should have shows about. I like this. Uh, <laughs> oh, here. And Jay Parr says something here. I'm going to read this. This wasn't a question. Your FedNow account has been temporarily disabled for a post you made on social media. Report to virtual re-education classes. That might sound extreme. But aspects of it, yeah, they're not too far away. But you don't have to opt into that. You can be in Bitcoin. Uh, and Roaming Chu says drinking age in uh, 19 uh, in Ontario, 18 in Quebec. Okay, Canadians. This is from my this is from my youth when we used to like try to figure out how can we drink before we're 21. That's why I I knew about that uh, that 19 thing. <laughs> All right, pound that like button. And uh, let's see. Now back. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking about uh, undesirables and social media, this I James Todaro. Now I didn't realize this. This guy is he did some research into HCQ, and back in April, I I did a video that talked about James Doctor James Torado's Todaro's. Uh, research into ACQ and how people should, should check that out. Uh, it seemed like it was promising. The whole world was panicking that everyone was going to die. And I, I mean, I'm like, I was thinking to myself, why aren't people coming up with like preventative treatments or, you know, stuff you can take. And so a, a malaria pill that everybody has used for years and years, it's totally safe. Um, a guy does research into, it and it seems like it had uh, results for the uh, plague. And so I talked about this James Todaro guy, and I've talked about him a few other times. Well, and, and so I learned today that he's a Bitcoin fan. And then I go back in my archives. I see in November, and I link to this tweet below, I, I was talking about a tweet he made about Bitcoin back in November. So this guy is a great example. He, I mean, he took it to the next level of a Bitcoiner who was the opposite of hysterical. Not only that, I mean, he was defiant and he was doing his re really uh, contributing good research. So I pointed out that I've been disappointed in a lot of guys who I thought were, you know, hardcore Bitcoin people, how compliant to the government they became. And they can do that. Anyone can, they can still own their Bitcoin. But this dude is the, is the opposite. This, this dude, I did not know he was... I didn't put it together that I had talked about him in the past in November, almost a year ago. Uh, I didn't recognize his name when he started, you know, tweeting about the medical information there. He is a doctor. So good for being not hysterical, dude. And uh, being logical. It's uh, something that's missing in the world today. And yet, I mean, he has been people have ripped that dude apart in, in the media. Uh, because of the research that he started. I mean, he was the first one to research into this type of thing. So good for him for being a Bitcoiner. Have a strong hand, James. Uh, thanks uh, thanks for your service, as they say, right? So finally, I just want to get everybody's strong hand ready for Thursday. Not because I'm going to do the question and answer show, which I probably will do, but because chairman of the 
Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, that everyone puts on a pedestal, that all these people worry about. He's going to make a speech about inflation and what the Fed is going to do about inflation. It probably will uh, say there's not enough inflation. So they'll say something that's pro-inflation that will imply that there will be more money printing. It could be good for Bitcoin. It could be bad for Bitcoin. I just want to say that when we have days when there's highly anticipated speeches, sometimes the the weak hands and the speculators, they'd like to try. They'd like to try to manipulate the market because this is where the big boys play. You can try. Uh, so be aware on Thursday of that. I'm sure you'll hear more people. You know, If Bitcoin goes down by $1,000, people will be making excuses about it. Oh, if only he won. If only if Chairman Powell wouldn't have said what he said. Who cares what he darn says? It doesn't matter what he said. Let me tell you, what he says on Thursday isn't going to matter a darn 210,000 blocks from today. Be long-term thinkers. Do not be impulsive. Do not do not buy and sell Bitcoin based on uh, words this dude makes in the speech. He is not your king. Get shirts like this link to below. Pound that like button. Bang that bell button. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Subscribe to the channel. TechBalt, DisruptMeister.com, SportsMeister.com. Thank you, guys. See you later. Bye-bye.